from the world famous city of New Orleans, it's the Black and Blue Report. Starring Sean Kelly, producer Dan, D-Dub in the Black and Blue Orchestra, yeah. and the Benchwarmers. Today's special guests include the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Pelicans, and whoever else we could get to stop by. Online and worldwide, it's the Black and Blue Report. Live, sort of, from Studio B, here's Sean Kelly. How goes it? It is the Wednesday edition of the Black and Blue Report, and greetings once again from the Greenbrier in West Virginia as Saints uh, Training Camp 2014, presented by Verizon, gets set to uh, roll out tomorrow with conditioning drills and then practice on Friday. The team is scheduled to arrive later today here in the Greenbrier Valley, and with John DeShazer, I'm Sean Kelly, and we're glad that you're with us again here on the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. We've got a great show for you today. We're going to talk both NFL and NBA but, uh, John, it's hard to beat the scenery here this morning as we uh, stand aside the new practice fields for the New Orleans Saints under partly cloudy skies. And what would you say, upper 70s, low 80s expected again today? Yeah, I think it's about that. Um, you know, they keep talking about rain. We have not seen it yet, so I guess we brought the sunshine with us. A uh, little bit of humidity, but uh, for the most part, man, it's, it's really nice. And you like to see the way this thing is coming along as we're looking right now. You know, the, uh, the bleachers are being put together and, few uh, a little bit more uh, stenciling going on on the field really a remarkable thing as you watch the progress the uh, grandstands are still being built I mean the clatter of uh, activity is still very very present uh, here at this facility and uh, of course the Saints uh, field crew has been finishing up the uh, surfaces here and today the fleur-de-lis have been painted on the two grass practice fields and the uh, numbers and hash marks and everything have been laid down um, John and I are smart enough to know that we should not go walk near that white paint right now. Uh, number one, we don't want to get white paint on the shoes, but also the wrath of the field crew would be uh, strong and ever-present if we were to go mess up their handiwork today. Yeah, I believe Terry Ashburn, <laughs> the, uh, the uh, guy who is the keeper of the grounds, would not be pleased with us right now. He'd probably cut off our feet and legs if we were to uh, go anywhere near that field. And I think some people found that out this morning. <laughs> we ain't going to call no names, but, yeah, it would not be a wise thing to go out there on the field. Steve Weiss from the NFL Network is going to be with us a little bit later here on the Black and Blue Report from Greenbrier. He is traveling today, and we caught up with him in between cities. Uh, Ramon Vargas of the uh, the Advocate is on his way to uh, West Virginia, and we got his thoughts uh, already on tape, and we'll share that with you today. And then uh, our uh, our compadre there, David Wesley, uh, makes a little Wesley Wednesday appearance today to talk a little NBA. We caught him on the golf course uh, to uh, be uh, with you for a few minutes here on the Black and Blue Report, so I'm sure John will have a crack about that here in just a moment. Uh, interesting story last night. John's been here since Sunday. I, I arrived yesterday afternoon, as you all know, uh, and last night J.D. took me to the Irish Pub in Lewisburg, West Virginia, and uh, we had a great time last night kind of catching up and getting set for our work here through the weekend. But, John, what, what was so intriguing to me was this this New Orleans connection that the the Irish pub has. I know that you have a story about it on NewOrleansSaints.com, but here, you know, here we are in the middle of West Virginia in the mountains, and yet there's a strong Louisiana connection already and an excited group of people about the Saints coming here. Yeah, of all places you would expect to see something uh, New Orleans-themed, 
you wouldn't expect to see it in Lewisburg, West Virginia. But, uh, yeah, right smack dab in the middle of downtown, the Irish pub, um, Patrick O'Flaherty and, uh, and his, um, you know, ex-wife, Ms. Izzo, uh, Laura. Excuse me, Andrea. Andrea, Andrea yeah. Izzo. Um, they basically moved here and opened the pub. Uh, Patrick used to operate O'Flaherty's on Toulouse Street in New Orleans in the Irish Channel, and um, it closed after uh, Hurricane Katrina. And so, you know, he'd been up here a few times. His mother-in-law, former mother, mother-in-law, went to school here, and everyone used to tell him, hey, you ought to um, open a pub instead of coming up here, you know, fooling around. Just come up here and open a pub. And sure enough, he did. And uh, the place seems to be flourishing. A uh, small community, I think, of about 4,000 mm-hmm. or so. But, you know, certainly they get their share of people in there. And it's New Orleans-themed, you know, the Zaps potato chips and the Louisiana hot sauce. They used to be able to get a beat of beer. Can't get it anymore, but they used to be able to get a beat of beer. Uh, everything in it uh, smacks of New Orleans. So, yes, it's great to be able to go in somewhere like that and be able to get a little bit of taste at home. They even have red beans and rice on the menu. So, you know, go in. If, you, if you're in the area, try them. Should we tell them about Moonshine or is that another show? I think that's another show. That's, All right. Yeah. We will share at some point the story about Moonshine, that's yeah, for sure. That, that would not be good. No, no. All <laughs> right. So John and I are here uh, practice field side at the Greenbrier, and uh, we'll continue on the show here in just a moment with uh, Ramon Vargas of The Advocate and then Steve Weiss of the NFL Network and then some NBA talk with David Wesley, too, right here on the Black and Blue Report. Don't forget, you can always follow this show on Twitter, at Black Blue Report. Our producer, Daniel Salerson, and guest host as well, always keeps that Twitter uh, feed rolling with regard to uh, showtimes and, of course, uh, the lineups for each of those shows. And, of course, uh, on Twitter, personally, it's at John DeShazer or at Sean Kelly Live. So uh, we'll be looking for you on Twitter, and we'll hope that you'll stay with us here on the Black and Blue Report right after this. Lotto is all across Louisiana with cash jackpots starting at $250,000. That's a whole lot of cash. From the neon lights of Shreveport, Bossier City to the banks of Grand Isle, Lotto is your game. It doesn't leave the state, and there's nothing like it anywhere else. It's Louisiana fun just for Louisiana. Lotto, it's a whole lot of cash. Must be at least 21 to purchase. There's no better time to join your Pelicans as we take flight. All-star Anthony Davis is taking his team to the next level, and the Pelicans are soaring to new heights. 2014-15 season tickets are on sale now and start at less than $300, with lower bowl options as low as $37 per game. Season ticket benefits include the best seat locations, discounts on concessions, and much more. Take flight with the Pelicans. For more info, call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com today. All right, welcome back to the Black and Blue Report from the Greenbrier, where the Saints prepare for training camp 2014. Presented by Verizon, the team arrives later today, and so does our next guest, Ramon Vargas of The Advocate, uh, who I think is uh, joining us from uh, the wonderful airport in Atlanta, the city in the city, if you will. Ramon, uh, good afternoon. How are you? I am good. How are you doing? Wonderful. Uh, Are you ready for your uh, crop duster ride from Atlanta to White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia? As ready as you can be, climbing some, climbing one of those things. But uh, <laughs> um, sure, yeah, I'm ready to. I'm looking forward to getting to uh, to West Virginia and uh, getting this uh, getting this season and getting the season of writing done and started. <laughs> 
Yes, no doubt. And, of course, the advocate will be providing coverage of the New Orleans Saints throughout. And, Ramon, I'll, I'll expect that you'll be here the entire three weeks. Is that what we're understanding? Yep, I will be there uh, all three weeks and uh, as far as the team goes as well. <laughs> We're going to talk to Steve Weiss from the NFL Network uh, a little bit later, kind of get a national perspective about the Saints. But I'm curious, uh, for a, a reporter like yourself that's on the beat every day, um, mm-hmm. what storylines or what things do you look in your chops about here with regard to the first couple of days here of training camp? Uh, man, I'm, I'm really looking forward to kind of seeing who's going to separate themselves and uh, both in the uh, – it. well, I think the most crowded uh, spot uh, – Position group is the the defensive backs and the cornerbacks, right? I mean, I'm really looking forward to kind of seeing um, if Jarris Bird is uh, is is a go to, to start camp. Um, uh, kind of seeing him playing off of Kenny Vaccaro, uh, then seeing how Rafael Bush. Um, kind of looking at the at those three very young. Uh, I mean, well, you've got Vaccaro young and, and Bush young and promising, and you know you know you have a very known quantity, and that quantity is very good in Bird. Um, so I'm looking to kind of see how that group starts uh, molding together. We haven't had a chance to see Bird in, in action in New Orleans. Um, but at the same time, I'm also looking uh, forward to seeing at that cornerback spot who's going to be separating themselves to be that number two cornerback. Because, uh, you know, I've, I've heard a lot of people say that the group has a lot of question marks under Keenan Lewis. Um, I, I don't necessarily share that opinion about it being question marks the way I've, I look at it. Um, I think all of them have – qualities that kind of make them a contender to win that job um or there's different attributes or assets that make them i mean for example Corey white got a lot of good experience last year um he's a big physical guy uh you know and and, and he's young you know champ bailey's 12-time pro bowler yes he's uh he's certainly um aged uh you know and he's, he's not as young as uh as he was uh maybe in in his prime years but at the same time i mean the astounding number of career interceptions um, obviously, that's something that uh, the the Saints uh, made a point of emphasis and have already made a point of emphasis uh, after finishing uh, for, with the fourth fewest turnovers in the league last year. Uh, when in so many other categories, uh, such as yards surrendered and um, and points given up, uh, they finished toward the top. Uh, they had some of the best numbers in, in the league, uh, but that was the, the those turnovers generated were some of the um, you know maybe uh, what. <laughs> wasn't up there uh, and, and was maybe the one weakness on that defense. So, uh, you know, obviously that gives Bailey a great shot. Um, and don't, you know, don't don't forget, uh, I mean, you know, you've got Stanley Jean-Baptiste, uh, you know, rookies. You've got size that you can't teach, as they say. And, uh, you know, Patrick Robinson, don't forget him, former first-round pick. Um, you know, so it'll. those are all people that I'm, I'm really excited to kind of see uh, maybe separate themselves and, and get, give a go for that uh, second that second cornerback spot. Well, there's no doubt I'm with you along those lines. You know, on the other side of the ball, Ramon, um, how significant in your eyes was the, um, the I guess, the completion of the Jimmy Graham situation, uh, knowing that they can get into camp here, and that's not something that every reporter that's here is going to be asking about. I mean, obviously I think they're probably going to look for finally some reaction to it all getting done since little's been said, but you're not going to have that daily – media scrum of, you know, hey, what's the latest on Jimmy Graham? How, you know, in your eyes, is it, is it of significance with regard to what this football team is trying to do? Yeah, I mean, I think absolutely. I mean, you look at, he's, there's no doubt that, uh, look, there's any, numbers, any number of statistics that would illustrate this, but when you look at um, who Drew Brees targeted in the, in the red zone and who he threw half of his 
touchdowns in the red zone, right? That's just one statistic that shows how uh, how significant Graham is to the passing attack, um, and especially in 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 terms of scoring. Um, you know, I think that takes timing. I think that takes uh, and and that's that's timing that that can kind of be thrown askew if uh, if it's not worked on throughout the off season. Um, so I think that uh, having him in is is great uh, is is great news for the for the team. Um, you know, it it's just you know I, I'm one of these people that's always reluctant to uh, to kind of overstate uh, how big of a distraction any one thing can be. But uh, certainly, I mean, I don't think that. You know, I don't think anyone would have expected Graham without a without a long term deal in place. Um, and assuming that he would sign the franchise tag that had been placed on him at the beginning of the off season, I don't think anyone would have expected him to to come in the training camp. Um, just given the the amount of physical risk that that represents, um, you know, injuries are in training camp are an unfortunate but very present reality. Um, and so I don't think anybody could have expected giving him. I mean, having that deal in place. I mean, there's, there's, there's no question that um, that's, that's definitely going to compel him. Um, you know, that, that that was the one thing that was going to compel him to come to camp and and kind of work and and go through all that uh, all that camp entails. And uh, yeah, I think uh, and and even Drew said it. Drew Brees said it. Um, you know, shortly before the deal, he's like, I want him in camp. I want I want a whole I want I want an off season with him again. Um, We've seen how successful that's been in the in the four years that he's been with the team, the four prior years that he's been with the team. So um, I think uh, it, it would have been tough. I don't think he could have blamed Graham if he had held out without a long-term deal. At the same time, I mean that, that would have been far from ideal uh, for the for the from a team perspective. So no, um, I think that was the uh, the finishing touch to what was a brilliant offseason by the Saints. Yeah, I, I think I, I think I have to agree with you on all those fronts. Hey, let me ask you as you uh, get set to travel the rest of the way here shortly. And get up here um, with regard to maybe just even the first couple of days of training camp uh, in your coverage of this team. How much does West Virginia uh, slash the Greenbrier play uh, in your in your coverage? Is it a character in the story for you, Ramon? Yeah, I uh, you know I know we're one of the things we're looking forward to here. It is it's uh, it's Wednesday, July twenty third, and at four p.m. Right, I think the team is supposed to go through uh, is supposed to drive through. 4 p.m. Eastern, the team's supposed to drive through downtown Lewisburg, which neighbors White Sulphur Springs, and uh, and you know through White Sulphur Springs up to the Greenbrier. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing and the team and uh, the Greenbrier invited fans and and residents to come out and greet the team. So I'm eager to kind of see how big of a you know I mean to me one of the whole one of the uh, angles of the whole story of having camp at the Greenbrier, not just the milder weather conditions and not just getting the team away and isolating them from the distractions that. New Orleans may pose, um, but you just new fans, you know. I mean, here it, I, I imagine that there's some fans here who are about to fall in love with the Saints and make them the and the Saints are about to become their favorite NFL team because they have that tie of, of holding training camp here for at least the next few years. So um, I think, I mean, definitely. I mean, I, I know we, I know we, we're going to try to get out there and write a story about that. And I know at the first day of training camp, we've already slotted a uh, first day of practice already slotted a story about uh you know all the hoodats from near and far who have come to uh <laughs> to cheer on to kind of get a first you know close maybe look at the team that if they didn't get a chance to do that during some of the off-season practices that were open to the public um but no certainly i mean the first two days will uh are at least focused on on that as and depending on i mean and from here i guess it's up to the people that come up here and it's up to the town itself to see how big of a story uh they make themselves but no certainly i think that 
the Greenbrier is uh, is definitely uh, <laughs> uh, as if the 91st player on the on that uh, on that training camp roster. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. I remember hadn't had anybody say that or put it into those kind of words. I like that. I like that very much, and I love your work, Ramon. Uh, safe travel the rest of the day. We can't wait to see you here. I think that you'll find uh, a lot of familiar faces when you get into town later today. And, of course, we can uh, get all your stuff what, at the Advocate online and in print, of course. And what about Twitter, too, Ramon? Yes, uh, you can find me on Twitter uh, at rvargasadvocate and online um, at www.theneworleansadvocate.com slash sports slash saints. All right, very good. We'll continue from the Greenbrier here on the Black and Blue Report in just a moment with Steve Weish of the NFL Network. And, again, our thanks to Ramon Vargas of the Advocate. Back in a moment. Everything you need to know about your New Orleans Pelicans is right in the palm of your hands. The New Orleans Pelicans app is easy to use, plus makes an excellent companion whether you're watching the team in the Smoothie King Center or on the road. Recently added features on the app include the latest videos and highlights, plus access to a full list of arena amenities. Download the Pelicans app for free now on your iPhone or Android devices. For more information, check out pelicans.com today. Smoothie King asks, what's your purpose? My name is Trish, and I want more balance in my life. I feel like all I do is rush from one place to the next and end up grabbing a burger along the way. And then I feel guilty, and I start thinking, I need to spend an hour on the elliptical, but I don't have time. I want to eat better. I want to feel better. That's my purpose. We can blend that. Find your balance with the new Greek yogurt smoothies naturally powered by Chobani. Find pleasure in your purpose at Smoothie King. All right, welcome back to the Greenbrier and uh, Saints Training Camp 2014. Our Black and Blue Report today returns uh, with one of our favorites. You know, Steve Weish is our guest from the NFL Network. And, Steve, after doing this all throughout last football season and the NBA season, we started to figure out who our favorites were. And, of course, Saints fans also gave us plenty of feedback on who they liked on this uh, podcast. And your name kept coming up. So we appreciate you coming back, and, and happy new season to you, sir. Well, thanks for having me, and I'll continue to patronize all of the uh, wonderful establishments in New Orleans uh, where I probably own stock in because I spent so much money in that city. <laughs> Understand, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm hoping there'll be plenty of things to talk about with the Saints that will keep the NFL Network sending you our web as the season progresses. And, and maybe we should – well, you know, actually, Steve, I did want to ask you about the sad news out of Denver today. Uh, regarding their owner, what are you what are you hearing? I know you've been bouncing around training camps, but what's the general feeling about the the tough news regarding the Broncos and Pat Bowen today? Yeah, you know, um, it's unfortunate. This is not a surprise. Uh, you know, Pat Bowen has been he's been kind of deteriorating over the past three or four years. I mean, this is a guy who you know when I first met him, you know, he's you know he's Rock Hudson, he's Calvin Klein, he's the Marlboro man. You see him, he's the strapping, good-looking guy, always has his jeans, his cowboy boots, and, and then a blazer on. Um, and then just over the past few years, uh, you know, you, you could see that, that something was happening, and you, see, you saw the organization put, put things in place, Joe Ellis, to help run the team uh, every day. And um, you could see Mr. Bowen was, was just kind of more of an observer, um, and he was always, you know, with an aide. So it's, it's sad. You know, it, it, you know, Alzheimer's is a wicked, wicked disease. I, I personally 
experience it with family members. It, it's cruel. It, it's painful. Um, and I just, you know, I, I know his family has been trying to gird itself for it, but it's just it's something that, that's very tough on everybody, and I'm sure it's going to be tough on the NFL, knowing that one of their uh, elite owners is, is going through this, uh, this illness. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. But worth certainly mentioning on our program today just because of his his stature in the league and whatnot. Steve, when we talk about the Saints from a national perspective, I guess that maybe lends some more objectivity. So I'm, I'm curious as, as to how you, you see it from your angle as far as what Sean Payton's team has in front of them here in training camp. When most people think of the Saints, they think of offense. I look at this particular team and think the defense is why this is a Super Bowl contending team. I mean, we see up front, Cameron Jordan, Junior Gallette, you know, one of the best pass rushing tandems in the NFL. Secondary is going to be, you know, with Kenny Vaccaro and Darius Bird, has gotten faster, gotten better in coverage. You know, Keenan Lewis, you heard me say it last year, one of the most underrated players in the NFL, an exceptional cornerback. I think the defense, you know, the second year under Rob Ryan, they're just going to continue to cause problems, you know, in a division. It's funny we're saying this, where the offenses aren't what they were. Uh, a couple of years ago. You know, you really don't know what you're going to get out of Atlanta. They've got talent. The offensive line is, isn't really there. And, and Tampa is still a work in progress. The turnover they're having with Lovey Smith. And then, you know, Carolina, they've lost some offensive linemen. And who's going to catch the ball for them? So I think New Orleans right now, defensively, can really make a move and establish itself. Offensively, you know, again, there's probably some concerns with some of the losses on the offensive line the past couple of years. But I, I just really like some of their players. And a guy I'm looking to really break out for them is Kyrie Robinson. You know, I saw him in that playoff game against Seattle. And he, he was as tough as they came between the tackles. He's got the breakaway ability and great strength. I mean, I, I'm going to just get right to it. I, I think the Saints, to me, are one of, one of three or four teams that can come out of the NFC and make it all the way to the Super Bowl. Steve, when we, when we talk about the NFL landscape right now, obviously teams come to mind. And you mentioned that the Saints are in the conversation for – those who may be factoring into late January in the NFC. On the AFC side, too, is there, is there a team that, that perhaps is off the radar at the moment that maybe you see as the breakout team of 2014 that, that's going to be that surprise story that, that does contend for a conference championship on either side? Yeah, you know, I don't know if the Colts would be considered a surprise team, but I really like them. Um, they've gotten more physical on defense. they got some return to safety. You know, they let Antoine Buffet go, but you know, they, they add Akeem Nix at wide receiver to already go with T.Y. Hilton, Reggie Wayne. We have to see how he comes back. But, you know, tight end Dwayne Allen, he's a stud. He comes back from injury. And if they can just get that running game going, you know, with, with Trent Richardson. And remember, Vic Ballard, um, who had a really good rookie campaign and missed last year with an injury. Um, if they get those two going, I, I think with that quarterback, that could be the team that comes out of the AFC. I mean, I know Denver has loaded up. I know the Patriots are the Patriots. But the Colts are the team to me that just looks like they are getting ready to make their move and, and stay there for a little while because Andrew Luck is just one of those special, special talents. That's Steve Weiss of the NFL Network, and of course he's a big part of the NFL AM program, one of the best in the business. And of course we always thank him for when he comes on. Uh, he was with the New York Giants this morning on that new segment of theirs, so Where's Weiss? <laughs> Where will he be tomorrow? He would not even tell me. Uh, where he would be, uh, which camp he would find himself uh, later uh, tomorrow and the, later on this week. So uh, good to have him on. I'm sure we'll hear from him again as training camp rolls on around the NFL. We'll be back and we'll talk some NBA with David Wesley right after this.
At the Ochsner Hospital for Children, no matter where you turn, you're surrounded by bravery. Children and teens dealing with health problems beyond their years. Parents working hard to keep the worry from their face. Doctors and nurses doing everything possible to get them back home where they belong. From rare brain tumors and leukemia to heart conditions and organ transplants, we offer a level of pediatric care unmatched in Louisiana. With more advanced capabilities than any other children's hospital in the region, even our kids-only ER can handle any pediatric emergency. In fact, the only thing tougher than the problems we see every day are the kids themselves. Choose the Auctioner Hospital for Children and never wonder if you could have done more. Call 866-AUCTIONER to find an affiliated pediatrician near you. Auctioner, healthcare with peace of mind. Guess what day it is? Hump day? Well, yeah, and it's Wesley Wednesday on the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report as we continue from the Greenbrier in West Virginia. Saints training camp uh, is uh, set to begin tomorrow with conditioning tests. We've been talking about that all day long, but we don't want to miss out on Pelicans news, of course. And we haven't talked to our own David Wesley in a little while. And, David, it's nice to have you alongside. I understand you're outside like me today. But uh, you and I haven't really wrapped up kind of all the moves that the Pelicans have been making here of late. You know what, and I think they've they made some solid moves. Um, but, uh, you know, I think they've given themselves a chance. I think they're a little crowded at guard, but, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Let's start with the Summer League. Was there anything, and I know it's you and I have talked about this, it's hard to gauge anything by those games in Las Vegas, but what should we take away from what the Pelican Summer League squad did in Las Vegas? Well, you know, you look at how a guy plays, how he handles certain situations. You know, most of the guards, you see how they – play out of pick and roll, big guys where they run up and down, um, you know, multiple effort kind of guys, you know, guys that can help your ball club. Uh, you know, I think some guys might have done a solid job in, in, in being a chance, at least getting a look, because all you want to do is get into camp. That's another look for you. And after you get into camp, you start working your way, and hopefully you make a team. Well, it looks exactly like how it I'm looked at like- yeah, and it looks like there might be two guys off that summer league roster, David, that, that may be with the Pelicans, I guess, somewhat long-term. It's too early, really, to say long, long-term. But, you know, Ross Smith, obviously, a guy that they went after in the second round of the draft, had a very good uh, summer league. And then Patrick Young finds himself in a contract situation. Is that due to his size or, or, or because of what he was able to do in Las Vegas? I, you know, I think it's a combination of both. You know, I think his size obviously plays a, a huge part in – uh, in in making that decision, but you know, it, just because you have size, you're not going to put a guy on your team or, or bring him to camp uh, unless you need bodies. You know, I've, I've been in situations where uh, we've had guys, and you know, camp is always fluctuated so that you have a, n- a number of guys that can go against other guys, beat up on some guys, be physical, that kind of thing. So um, again, it's still an opportunity for for him to show what he can do, come in shape ready to go, and uh, and really just be a sponge. Soak up everything the coaches are saying and, and make sure he's always in the right places. The biggest move of the offseason, obviously, is Omer Ashik. Uh, David, are you are you pleased with that move, and does that solve the problem at center? 
I, I think it does. I, I like the move. I, I've, you know, as soon as it happened, I thought, yeah, that's what that's what was needed. I thought uh, Lopez in the past did exactly what Osik is is going to do for for Anthony Davis. You know, it keeps him off of centers for for long stretches and and um, and hopefully can keep him out of injuries way and. Uh, and he's a very capable big man, a guy, you know, who can score, he can defend, clog up the middle, and that's exactly what you need your big to do. Yeah, and, you know, it's interesting. We've always talked about Davis's uh, defensive abilities, and then he showed us last year, and it really started with the Team USA minicamp, how Anthony Davis can score the basketball. When you bring in a guy like Ashik who prides himself in being a, a big-time defender and not a great scorer, does this um, – I don't know. Does this complement Davis uh, as obvious as it seems? I, I think it does. And, you know, you say he can't score. I think he can score adequate enough. I, I think he can give you, you know, those 8 to 10 points a game and, and be effective enough to where, uh, you know, and not take away from, from Davis's obvious scoring ability. So um, I think he helps on both ends of the floor. And if he can stay out of foul trouble, uh, I think they got some work in there. Um, talk to me about the three position. I, I get that question more, I think, than any anything else with regard to the fans and, and what is shaken out during the offseason here. Where do the Pelicans, in your eyes, stand at the small forward position? What still can be done? You know, I, I'm not sure. I, I think um, it's, it's one of the toughest positions uh, because some of the greatest players in the league right now play the three positions. Some of the best scorers, um, and you automatically think of the LeBrons and uh, Carmelo, um, it's a it's a tough position, and I you know I don't know where you stand until the, the season starts. You know it's one of those things where by committee, you know who can get out there and make stops, make plays, and, and do the right things out there on the court. Um, I, you know it's it's a tough question. I've been asked that question quite a bit too, and I think it's more wait and see. The uh, schedule should come out in the next two weeks. You played in Charlotte. You played in New Orleans. Now the Charlotte Hornets are back to the future, if you will, with their branding and everything else. Um, what, are you, what are the odds, David, do you think that uh, the New Orleans Pelicans open the season at the Charlotte Hornets in 2014? I think it's better than 50%. I, I think <laughs> it's uh, a great story. You know, it's a great thing. Uh, go down to Charlotte and, and uh, you know, play the team that, that – you just swapped names or, you know, gave the name back to. And, uh, you know, I think uh, it might be the first game out, you know, because, it, you know, you think about you think about what the teams have done, too. Charlotte has made some good moves in the, the offseason. Uh, you expect New Orleans to be much better this year. I think it's a great matchup. Yeah, I do, too. I, I think that we've seen the uh, NBA do this before. Uh, as you full well know and participated in, uh, the uh, – New Orleans Hornets at the time in 02 opened their regular season, their first in New Orleans, against the Utah Jazz. So uh, it is not uh, unheard of to see uh, pro- probably something like that happen again. Yeah, Dave, it's always good to talk game. to you. What's that? <laughs> I said I kind of remember that game. I hope you do. It was a yeah. momentous occasion. So Yeah, I think I have a ticket from that game. So absolutely. Well, you had a pretty good seat. Yeah, I was at one of the best. One of the best. <laughs> My friend, uh, enjoy the golf. Uh, I know that's yes, it's that time of year for you, and I, I can't wait to talk to you when the schedule comes out, and we'll start to break down how the uh, Pelican schedule looks, especially early, okay? Oh, absolutely. 
All right. David Talk Wesley with later. us, of course, television analyst for Fox Sports New Orleans here on what is uh, an impromptu Wesley Wednesday as we continue our black and blue report from the Greenbrier in West Virginia. John and I will be back to wrap up the show right after this. There's no better time to join your Pelicans as we take flight. All-star Anthony Davis is taking his team to the next level, and the Pelicans are soaring to new heights. 2014-15 season tickets are on sale now and start at less than $300, with lower bowl options as low as $37 per game. Season ticket benefits include the best seat locations, discounts on concessions, and much more. Take flight with the Pelicans. For more info, call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com today. Lotto is all across Louisiana with cash jackpots starting at $250,000. That's a whole lot of cash. From the neon lights of Shreveport, Bossier City to the banks of Grand Isle, Lotto is your game. It doesn't leave the state, and there's nothing like it anywhere else. It's Louisiana fun just for Louisiana. Lotto, it's a whole lot of cash. Must be at least 21 to purchase. Pelicans.com and NewOrleansSaints.com, your first stop when following your teams. All right, big thanks, of course, to Steve Weiss of the NFL Network and Ramon Vargas of the Advocate, and, of course, David Wesley, too, for joining us on this Wednesday edition of the Black and Blue Report from the Greenbrier, where the Saints will arrive later on today. Uh, J.D., let's uh, let's talk about what uh, fans can find from you and others on NewOrleansSaints.com today. And, of course, maybe what the team has in store for them in the next 24 hours. Well, we have the story on our friends from the Irish Pub. We also have yourself and myself on our morning report. Later on, we'll have a little afternoon wrap. We're going to have a question and answer session. And also, you know, five players to watch coming into training camp. Although, you know, there might not be five offensive positions that are really up for grabs, but five guys that um, we really need to kind of take a look at and keep an eye on to chart their progress and, and, you know, just – see how it is going into training camp and whether or not some of these guys will make this team. There will be a parade today. Not a New Orleans-style parade, but a parade of sorts later on this afternoon. Well, you know what? Now, there are some stores downtown that have a little paraphernalia. I don't know if they have a parasol. If they do, I might see if I can get my hands on Mm. one and do the whole little, you know, I can't do the Benson boogie like Mr. Benson used to do (laughs) back in the old days, but I can do a little Deshazia something, you know, to kind of show them how we do it back home. Fair enough. And then, of course, uh, tomorrow, uh, this is the one thing I would love to see but is is closed to the public and the media, and that is the annual conditioning test that Sean Payton puts his team through, uh, CrossFit integrated in everything. Uh, That'll be fun to hear about. We always get some stories out of it from somebody, but that'll be tomorrow. Well, the good thing for these guys is most of them were here last year, so they know what to expect. Last year, I think it jumped up and caught them off guard. And even though those guys passed their conditioning drills, I think it caught a lot of them off guard, and yeah, it, they sounded like it was hell week from what they were talking about. So at least they kind of sort of know what to expect. Yep. All right, so there you have it. That'll be us uh, from the Greenbrier today on NewOrleansSaints.com. Of course, uh, this podcast is available on NewOrleansSaints.com, the official Saints app, the Pelicans app, Pelicans.com. And as we found uh, last season, big numbers on iTunes. Make sure you uh, check that out and help us. Spread the word. Tomorrow we are scheduled to have uh, Mickey Loomis, perhaps, and we're hoping for that. You know, things do change as camp evolves, but we hope to have a great show for you again from the Greenbrier tomorrow. We hope that you have a great rest of your Wednesday. For John DeShazer and Daniel Sowerson, I'm Sean Kelly. 
from the Greenbrier in West Virginia. So long for just a while. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.